This is a Big MX podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles, presented by Tech One Designs, 204 Skate Shop, West Side Honda, Capital Motorsports, Golden Tire, and Trans Canada Motorsports out of Brandon, Manitoba. Motocross news from around the world. We're not experts, but we've got microphones. Check us out on the web at BigMXRadio.com. Welcome to the Big MX Podcast Show, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles, 204 Skate Shop, Tech One Designs, Capital Motorsports, Roy Borton Suspension Systems, Millennium Technologies, Capital Motorsports, Westside Honda of Selkirk, Manitoba, and Golden Tire. The list is building, and we appreciate the support. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt, with me on the line, former Canadian women's champion, DNA Giroux. How's it going, DNA? Not too bad. It's finally nice out. Absolutely. And you know what? I always enjoy doing a, a podcast with you because you always seem to uh, co- uh, convince me to play hooky So um, <laughs> from work. So the two of us, both uh, at our places of work, both uh, ducking under our desks to, uh, to do a quick podcast. But uh, uh, last time we talked about your career, uh, kind of a recap, and uh, so that our listeners can kind of get to know you and, and the, the girl who's putting together this awesome series. And this time we're going to talk about the series itself. So, and uh, we're only about 10 days out. Um, how are preparations? I know uh, you're very excited for all things happening for the series. And uh, where do we stand with that? Yeah, I mean, it's great to see everything kind of come together. Like I had mentioned last time, Camille and I start doing this stuff pretty much back in October. So now it's crunch time. We're just waiting for a few more things and products to come in, and we should be good to go. I'm really excited. For those of you who don't know, Nanaimo is the first round, June 1st, then Kamloops, June 7th, and Calgary, June 14th. And the women run on the amateur day. So the girls end up being the spotlight of the day. We run at 11 a.m. and 2 p.m. no matter what. Motos are great, and I think the racing will be really good this year. Right on. Yeah, that's a great way to showcase them. It really makes them the premier class for the day, uh, um, knowing that a lot of those girls, uh, if, they, if, they weren't ra- if they do race against the men, a lot of them can, uh, can be right up there with the intermediates, the, uh, the, 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 the black numbers on the yellow plates. They can easily run inside those, uh, um, that series and uh, like uh, provincial wide in fact when you came over to uh, Manitoba you raced in the uh, against the men in the intermediate class and I think you did quite well yeah I remember that day quite clearly everybody was super nice around there it was just like being at a Saskatchewan race and I did race the intermediate class I think you were there too I was and uh, yeah I did pretty good that day (laughs) yeah I believe it was I got to think third in the first moto for sure and um, I, I remember watching, and uh, you were on the pipe. I, I can't remember. You were on a, a 250F by then. I don't think it was a 125. Yeah, it was a 250F. Yeah, and uh, girl was hauling. Uh, nice, uh, light little person on a very powerful motorcycle, and uh, you put the boots to them, and uh, much to this may have many um, men who had to swallow their pride to uh, the uh, ponytail right ahead. So, um, yeah, it must have been a good day for you. Yeah, most of the guys around there were pretty pumped. Not like some of them who get really mad when a girl beats them. They were they were pretty excited. Well, we 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 don't have too many racer, uh, female races at the track, especially at that time. I think we only had four or five. So uh, yeah. see another uh, feminine face at the track is uh, always a welcome thing for us. Yeah, I hope to make it back there again one day. Absolutely. Uh, you'd mentioned earlier that you've uh, been doing some riding uh, with your fiance. Uh, you're riding a, you're both riding, you're sharing a 250F from, uh, 
from Yamaha. How has that been going? Where have you been riding so far? And uh, what do you think of the bike? Yeah, we just got a, a brand new 2014 Schrader's uh, YZ250F. And we're sharing it this year to save some money to get ready for the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it. I really wish they would have had this bike like two years ago. The thing is, <laughs> killer fast. It sounds like a 450, and it's just amazing. I've only been on it twice, and I love it. So are, uh, have, have you quite convinced him to allow you to put the, uh, uh, the blue plates on it, or are you going to just go with no numbers at all for now? No, we just got our graphics done. They're going to have his number plates on it. I don't know how I feel about that. I think you might have to uh, go invest in a second set of plates uh, for some for some per- personal endeavors out on the bike. Maybe one day, but for now, I can just hide the ponytail, and maybe guys will think I'm just another guy out there. Well, they'll th- start throwing it in on you a little bit, though. Yeah. They're getting aggressive. That's okay. Right on. Uh, so let's get let's dive right into this West series. Uh, I, I figure we'll do a West uh, preview, and then uh, as the the East rounds come up, then we'll do that preview for that, uh, so that it doesn't get lost in the shuffle of Big MX podcasts. Um, and uh, f- first name that uh, that jumped off the page at me was uh, Rachel Springman. She's uh, she ended up getting the number three plate from last year. Uh, I, I'm expecting big things. Not real about you. Well. Unfortunately, last weekend, Rachel got hurt at a, a local Kamloops race. Uh-oh. Apparently in the junior class, um, this is just what I heard, but there was a downed rider, so she was slowing down for this downed rider, and somebody came behind her, and I don't know what really happened, whether it was over a jump, but he didn't see her, and she got landed on, broke her arm. Ooh, that, uh, that'll put a dent into your series, especially when the thing only lasts, uh, well, really, 15 days total. Well, yeah, exactly, and I was really rooting for Rachel. She's been going at this for the same amount of time as, you know, since it first started, and this was supposed to be her year. We were all behind her in her corner, but unfortunately, stuff like that's happened, and, you know, maybe next year. Right on. So who holds down that number one and number two uh, two plate? Well, Haley Larson from California. She'll be back um, riding a 250F this year. And uh, number two was Shelby Turner. And unfortunately, Shelby will only be at the Calgary round because she's going to X Games in Texas at the beginning of June. Ah, okay. So that, uh, that leaves um, like uh, Larissa McGlynn, um, yeah. Sarah King, Brittany da- uh, Danilek. They'll all be uh, moving up the, uh, up the grid unless uh, someone else comes in to uh, take up those positions. Yeah, exactly. You know, because it's only a three-round series, pretty much anything could happen. You can't have a bad race. It's just yep. there's not enough time to make your points back. So Six motos. Any one of these girls. I mean, Larissa, Sarah, Brittany, there's Courtney Stelter, Jamie yep. Monroe, Bailey Posnikoff, Dominique Daffé. And then we also have some, some other riders who are coming up who haven't rode in a while. So you never know where they're going to place either. Right on. So, uh, uh, have you uh, have you had a chance to communicate with any of these girls over the winter? Uh, like um, any inside information on uh, who do you think's uh, going pretty quick? Are any of them gone down south to do some riding? Well, yeah. From what I've seen, there's been a few riders that went down south this year, and from what they improved from last year from going down there, I mean, they could for sure be top three girls. It could be uh, Dominique. I know she's been down south. Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, Larissa has her own track at her house, so she'd be riding every day to get better. Definitely helps. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, like I said, it could be any one of these girls. So, uh, like, uh, in your opinion, who's, uh, who's the favorite to, uh, 
to be able to um, come in and uh, have the mental strength to focus for those six motos, put the laps down, and uh, like uh, you, you've seen these girls ride a whole lot more than me. Uh, who really leads in like raw speed? Well, you know what? Sarah King is probably one of my favorites to watch ride. She just has, she's just this little girl, tiny little girl on a 250F Cycle North rider, and uh, there's a common theme there. Yeah, she's going to be hauling, I think, this year. Right on. So what what about Brittany Danilek? I know I've heard a lot of good things. I know uh, she seems like she's going to be ready for this series. Um, I don't know about you, but uh, as far as the number six goes, I can see her leading some laps. I know she's good at her starts. Yeah, I mean, even last year, she was right up there with the top three. It just seemed like maybe her physical side wasn't there yet, but I'm yep. sure she's improved on that during the winter time, and she's got great style on a bike. If you've ever seen a ride, she looks like a guy out there, which is a total compliment. And, uh, yeah, she should be in for sure on the podium a couple times this year. Definitely. You know, uh, that's obviously, uh, I've, I've done uh, two podcasts with women so far, yourself as well as... Uh, uh, Jamie Burmy, I think, was on J too. Actually, now that, yeah. that's three. Jamie Burmy as well as uh, Desiree Hildebrand. Uh, and all three pride themselves, uh, even yourself included, for riding like a guy. And uh, as much as um, uh, maybe that's a bit of a cliche or, or, uh, or what have you, uh, it is important to, uh, to that you can't tell the difference, and it's all about aggression. Uh, out of the mix, I definitely think that Loressa McGlynn, she's got that uh, that aggression. That name's that last name's familiar. Does she not have a, a an older brother that used to race? She does. He's a good friend of mine, Kyle McGlynn. He was That's on the, the KTM team for a couple years there. Yep. He's always been like a top ten. Uh, a top 10 rider who rode the 250 class. He actually won the moto, the mud moto in, uh, where was it? Somewhere in Quebec, maybe like yeah. four or five years ago, and he won that one. That, uh, that definitely uh, rings a bell, and that's, uh, that's why that name kind of jumped off the page at me when I was scrolling through uh, the, the, um, the Canadian Women's Motocross um, Facebook page there, and uh, I, I think that she's definitely had some tutelage from her older brother, uh, the two of them have been out the track together, and uh, who better to push you than uh, um, the an older male counterpart who uh, knows how to get the best out of you? Um, it, like obviously, a intimate relationship between the two of them, brother sister bear, and uh, I think uh, good things for the number four. Yeah, and she's a tall girl, so she can throw that bike around like nothing. And if you've ever seen her ride, she's really aggressive too. She's got the elbows out, ready to bang some bars. For sure. Um, what about Jamie Monroe? I know, uh, running number eight, she uh, she had a little bit of trouble in a couple of motos last year, but it, uh, it that which hurt her. I think she could have been a little bit higher off, higher up uh, the the grid. Uh, if she's able to iron those issues out, do you think she'll be able to um, break the top five? Oh yeah, for sure. Jamie's a, a top five rider for sure. The only reason she did really bad was um, in Kamloops. She only did one moto because That's she right. left the second moto to go to her grad. So, I mean, props to her for coming out and doing the first moto and, and wanting to go to your grad right after. No doubt. Uh, to be honest, I think I might have stayed, uh, stayed for the motos, but uh, <laughs> uh, nevertheless, priorities are priorities. You only get to graduate once, and there's always another year of motocross. Um, so, uh, and, and rounding out your top, uh, does, I don't, who's running the number 10? That is Dominique Daffé. She's from Calgary. She's uh -huh. the one who got our most improved rider last year. She went down to California with her boyfriend and came back and 
to be honest, I've never seen her ride that good ever. So I could expect uh, big things from her this year. For sure, a top 10, maybe even squeezing in a couple top fives. Do you think that uh, she's going to continue that um, steady incline of, of skill level? Or uh, do, you, do, you, uh, do you expect a bit of a plateau this year? No, I think um, even from my experience going down south, each year you can get better. And especially because uh, her boyfriend, Jared, rides too. He's pushing her to, do, to get better. And, you know, just being around everybody down in California, you, you might not even realize it until you get back, but you've probably picked it up a couple seconds at least. No, I, I totally agree with that. Uh, I had the pleasure of going down to uh, California in 2010. Um, honestly, as soon as we came back, the, the weather was great, and I felt like I was in mid-season form, uh, cornering faster than, uh, than I'd ever done before. It was a great season for me in 2010. I think also the way they make tracks down there, um, because of the fact they have it year-round, they can develop those tracks, they can figure out what works and uh, really develop uh, great transitions uh, in the in the corners and stuff like that. I think that really helps uh, that like really steepen that learning curve uh, for those who uh, go down there. And uh, also in the top top ten is uh, Balik Podznikov, someone that you bang bars with quite often in uh, in your years uh, racing on the Canadian circuit. Uh, what can we expect from the number nine? Actually, that's uh, Bailey is Carly's younger sister, oh, which okay. I've rode against, you know, for forever now. Mm-hmm. But she's really picked it up. I mean, you could see uh, Carly's style in her a bit, and okay. uh, I could definitely see her getting into the top five this year too. Definitely, like uh, sisters racing nationals is uh, is Carly still racing? Actually, she just moved back to Alberta. She was going to okay. do the whole series, but decided to opt out. She's only going to do the Calgary round now. I was going to say, sisters racing the nationals together. It sounds somewhat familiar. <laughs> yes, me and Amber have done that for for years and years. And Amber's actually going to come back and do the Calgary round as well. Yeah, right on. I I, uh, I did read that, and that's encouraging. Uh, like uh, to see uh, that uh, the the Giroux name will be uh, properly represented at the Calgary National. Um, which track do you think that um, is going to boast uh, best best race of the year, or uh, which plays into the strengths of of the female racers? It'll be Calgary for sure. I mean, it seems like Alberta has uh, the number one for for female entries. We always get a full gate there. I mean, one year we had too many girls, and they had to turn away the the younger riders who were on smaller bikes. So. Mm-hmm. If we do have more than 42 girls, then we'll have a qualifier in practice, and that would be the coolest thing ever to see. For sure. That's a, that's a good problem to have. Yeah. So uh, what about, uh, like, uh, quote-unquote wild cards like uh, Danica White and um, Camille Bunko? Yeah, actually, Camille's not going to be racing this year, unfortunately. Okay. She, she wanted to, but her knee just isn't quite there yet she tore her acl last year so she's just gonna sit back and help us out again for getting everything ready which is a huge job anyways and then uh danica she's from calgary too um i'm not sure if she went down south this year or not but i know uh everybody in calgary has been riding for a long time now so she's gonna have some good seat time on her and i mean i wouldn't be surprised if she got a top 10 this year Definitely, I, I honestly wouldn't be surprised either. She's uh, she's shown shown speed in the past. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised if she's able to uh, pick off a couple of the girls who uh, currently necessitate top ten positions. And um, and like 
there very well could be a few other girls that uh, rather unknowns who uh, enter the series and uh, put in some some crazy fast lap times. I know Amy Hood, uh, Manitoba champion, uh, ten times over if not more. Um, she plans to do the Calgary National. You'll see the seventy-one probably pull a whole shot twice in the series at the very least. Um, thoughts uh, thoughts on her entering the series? Um, you know what, my favorite girl. Uh... Kennedy Lutz, my local girl, she's going to be out at all three rounds. Really? And uh, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if she uh, won a couple motos out there. I know it's her first time riding the West Series, and she hasn't raced against any of these girls, but she's been down south training in Texas, and she's been doing races down there, and she races against the fastest girls like Hannah Hodges and all those girls down there, Mm -hmm. and they battle it out, and I, you know... I'm pretty sure Hannah and Haley might be the same speed. If not, Hannah might be a little bit faster. So it'll be interesting to see uh, Kennedy and Haley maybe duke it out out there. No kidding. Uh, And uh, Kennedy is about how old? She's 14. And weighs about 80 pounds? She's tiny. She's like this super tall Amazon girl. She used to be my (laughs) little mini-me, and now she's like almost six feet tall, I feel, and maybe 100 pounds soaking wet. Perfect. So uh, that's uh, that's that's good for starts for sure. Although uh, against a bunch of uh, another a full gate of, of girls with the same body composition, it's it, uh, kind of an even even playing field. But uh, is there anyone out there that's going to be running a two stroke? Um, well, Kennedy is going to be on her YZ125, and okay. as far as I know, for sure the top ten girls are all on 250s. Okay, fair enough. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Um, the the 125, the two stroke in general. Um, bring, evokes different choices of line. It evokes uh, a completely different riding style, and in a short series with um, like not the like not super long motos, uh, is that something that can be used as a strength? Like if someone really knows how to rip a one twenty five, uh, is that something that can play into their strengths? Yeah, for sure. The only thing that it wouldn't be good for is maybe the start. If you didn't get a good start yeah. with that that bike, where the two fifty s can really pull on you. But everywhere else, I mean, that bike is so light, you could just throw it around. You can right. do whatever you want with it, pretty much, whereas a 250F for some of us little girls is a little harder to handle. But then again, it's easier to to maybe do some jumps and get around a little bit quicker. So I Definitely. don't know. It, it's, it's tied for me. It could go either way. Yeah, that's that's actually one uh, one division or one classification where the the two stroke uh, is still kind of alive and well. I find that um, with the especially with the one twenty five, uh, you can basically put it wherever you want to on the track as long as you know how to like, how to keep those revs up and keep your momentum up. Like uh, I got to imagine, especially from uh, from a short moto standpoint, um, I think it would be uh, almost a little bit easier to rip through the pack on a two-stroke than it would be on a on a four-stroke because of the ability to change your lines so easily, so frequently. Yeah, I mean, a couple of years ago, I don't know if you remember this or not, but Jacqueline Ross, she came up and yep. rode for KTM, and she was on a 150 two-stroke, and she destroyed everyone. And I remember watching her when I was hurt on the sidelines, and she could just throw that bike around and pretty much take whatever line she wanted to. Well, that's excellent. Uh, I we we uh, we look forward to seeing Kennedy, Kennedy Lutz out there. Uh, I think she's going to be successful. Um, and uh, I guess uh, from that standpoint, you've got your fingers crossed that the number one plate comes back to uh, the Prairies. Yes, my Saskatchewan girl. I want her to win. Although <laughs> I like all my other favorites in here too, but Kennedy's my probably my number one because she's my 
my local rider here. Fair enough. Now, um, have, have you had any impact on uh, possibly uh, doing some training with her in the past? Well, we did work together uh, a couple years ago, but I mean, we've both been so busy and this year, especially, I really haven't seen her much. She's been down south training, and I haven't seen her ride yet this year. I've just heard good things from her dad and from her when she stops in every now and then about all of her results. But I don't know. I'm I'm pretty excited to watch her ride. That's solid. Now, I I, I think uh, I think you're right. I think she'll be able to take home some moto victories, and who knows, maybe even steal the championship away from Haley. Um, but uh, it's it's more than just the the big prize that uh, the girls are going after. There's also many, many, many other prizes that will be available at the prize table upon completion of these nationals. Uh, give the ladies who are listening a bit of an idea of of what they're going to be able to receive if they do in fact do well in the series, as well as uh, make the uh, the the our our male listeners rather envious in the fact that they won't be able to uh, um, receive any of these uh, awesome rewards uh, unless they do some serious surgery in the next <laughs> 10 days or so. Yeah, I mean, usually when we have that draw table set up, all the guys come around and be like, oh, man, can we get on this? Or, Sorry, guys, this is just for the ladies. Yeah. But we did get uh, lots of really good stuff this year. We have just over $20,000 in cash and prizes to give away just for these three rounds. So we've had so many sponsors come on board and, you know, big manufacturers who want to be a part of this huge growing sport right now. I'm just going to list off uh, quickly list off some of these stuff that we have here. So for each moto, uh, TMK Motorsports is giving away $100 for the whole shot winner. That's for each moto. And you get a big uh, check to take home from Trim FX. And then at each round, we have a $500 purse for the top five. For Nanaimo, Mile Zero, and Suzuki are helping for that one. For Kamloops, River City Cycle, and Suzuki. And for Calgary, Schrader's, Yamaha, Honda, and Suzuki will be doing the $500 purse for that. Plus, CMRC is giving 100% payback from all the girls that sign up to ride. So the more, more girls that sign up, I mean, your bigger your payback is. And then for after each round... Um, at the end of the day, we set up this big draw table, and I don't know if you guys have seen pictures that we've been posting or not, but we have so much stuff to give away from Alternate Groove, Fly, Dragon, PRMX, Fox, Troy Designs, um, Atlas, Motivan, Cycle North, Climb, DT1 Filters, uh, Brent Worrell from the Canadian Moto Show. Uh, I'm not, not familiar with that one. What's that? I'm not familiar with that uh, that Moto Show you speak of. Yeah, Canadian Motor Show. Brent Worrell, he's from I, BC. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and then you guys are going to help us out too. You're going to do some podcasts after each round. and. Absol- absolutely, as well as I think we're going to try and uh, still going to try and put a little, a little bit of a prize package together uh, in the 11th hour, uh, put some things together in terms of maybe uh, alcohol, I'll think of something. But uh, nevertheless, it uh, sounds like the girls are really in for uh, some 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 great prizes. Uh, I think it's going to pull out a lot more uh, women out of the woodwork who uh, would otherwise not uh, choose to take uh, take part in these events. And uh, yeah, that's I, I'm I'm really proud of uh, Manitoba Motocross or the Canadian Motocross community for stepping up and getting behind this female series. Yeah, for sure. And we still are working on our series purse right now. We're at about thirty one hundred dollars. Our goal is to get. Last year we got four thousand. So I mean, the goal would be five thousand, but. Mm-hmm. 
we'll see how that goes. And then we also have uh, a couple individual awards that we give out at the end of the series. There's the Schrader's Hard Charger Award, the Cycle North Most Improved Rider Award. We have a new one this year called the Carlene Bachman Whole Heart Award and the Rookie of the Year Award. So nice. lots of stuff to give out and should be a fun, more laid-back atmosphere than what people are used to at a national series, but we do it all for the fun. So uh, you're, you're, you're alluding to uh, the possibility of a rookie winning, uh, winning the championship. Yeah. So possibly the, uh, the rookie of the year and the championship number one plate could be uh, uh, coming back to uh, Saskatchewan. And uh, is, is, is Kennedy sponsored by Schrader's? Yes, she is. So per- perhaps there will be a second number one plate in the showroom uh, at, uh, at Schrader's by the end of, uh, well, by the end of June. Yeah, I mean, probably not many shops can say that, so it'd be cool to have that happen. Right on. Well, uh, I, I do look forward to that. I hope that uh, um, none of, we didn't leave anybody out uh, talking about the, the different uh, the ladies that are going to be uh, competing. Uh, final thoughts on the series. Yeah, I mean, I'm just really excited to see everybody again. I'm sure everybody stepped it up a notch from the previous years, and we should have some really good racing this year. And for everybody that comes out to watch, there's some some free swag for you guys too if you come out to the podium. So everybody gets to go home with something. It'll be it'll be fun. All right, that's it. Take me to Calgary. <laughs> there you go. Right on. Uh, so before I let you go, I can't let you off the hook without doing uh, Tech One Designs. Uh, word association. Uh, it's a little thing we've started to do in the last uh, about a month or so uh, with some of our guests. I run down a list of it looks like I have about uh, 15 uh, either uh, people, places, or things. Um, and uh, you have to give me the first thing that comes to your mind. And this is brought to you by Tech One Designs. They are first in uh, graphics, decal kits for your phone, your helmet, your neck brace. They do phone kits, they do uh, custom pit shirts, as well as um, coffee mugs, you name it. If you can dream it, they can make it happen. They do banners, you name it. Uh, and this is brought to you by them. This is Word Association with DNA Giroux. Are you ready? All right. First one is Walton. Uh, championship. YZ125. 2007. Bondi Engines. Fast. Ron uh, Ryan Lockhart. <laughs> Shirtless. Always, right? Always. All the time. Yeah, whatever. Nanaimo. Uh favorite track. Not not a favorite dessert? No. Well, that's pretty good too. Saskatchewan. Best place ever. Salsa. Uh yummy. Ryan Dungey. So hot. Um, helmet hair. Uh, attractive. Ra- racing against guys. So much fun. Troyly Designs. Best sponsor ever. Arm pump. Sucks. The white flag. Finally. Goon riding. Fun. And a dirt make ma- and a dirt bike makes what sound? Brap. <laughs> and that <laughs> yeah. is Word Association with DNA Giroux. Thank you so much. 
Yeah, and I just want to say another thing. Um, our series is presented by Trim Effect Sign and Designs. They're doing all of our big checks, our giant background. They've been a, a huge supporter of us for the, the second year now, and they come out with some really cool stuff. Fair enough. Uh, a competing uh, graphic brand, and I like how you, sl you slid that in there uh, very also stealthily. Of course, yeah. I will cut that out in, in post-production. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just playing around. But, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, that just about covers everything. Um, great to hear from you. Uh, really excited about the series. Really excited about all the things happening for uh, the, the West series. And uh, upon completion of the first round, we will have uh, a racer of, uh, of your selection contact me. Maybe we even have a, a two-way call with yourself and uh, uh, the young lady to uh, have her on the, uh, the Big MX podcast show and uh, run down the happenings of the, uh, the first round. Yeah, for sure. I'm really excited for that. We're not sure who we're going to choose yet. We'll just see see how the day goes and pick our top favorite of the day. A great story or uh, uh, an unlikely winner or someone who charged from the back, whatever you feel is is necessary and worthy of the podcast, we'll give that, uh, that, that time and the exposure to that individual and uh, let's get to know them a little bit and uh, I'm excited about it. Yeah, me too. Super excited. Right on, DNA. Thank you so much for giving me about uh, half an hour of your time, a uh, good better better part of uh, about uh, forty minutes. Um, is uh, always a thrill to talk to you, uh, former Canadian champ and uh, someone who's pretty fast on a dirt bike. Uh, <laughs> excellent interview as always, and uh, we'll hear from you again. Yes, we'll talk to you soon. All right, take care. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.